Welcome to Startup Pulse, the podcast that brings you the latest news, reviews, and reactions of startups and scale-ups. I'm Lewis, your host. Our goal is to help you stay up to date on the latest trends and developments in the startup world and provide you with the insights you need to succeed. Whether you're a startup employee, investor, or founder, Startup Pulse is the perfect podcast for you. Welcome to this episode of Startup Pulse. Today, we're talking about something close to my heart, how to make your startup more sustainable. Sustainability isn't just a buzzword anymore. It's good business and it's good for business. In this episode, we'll talk you through how to bring sustainability front and center and a core part of your strategy and reap rewards too. Before we get into the main content of this episode, I wanted to share a quick stat with you. The European climate tech ecosystem was valued at $100 billion in 2022, doubling from just two years previous. That isn't small change and hopefully gives you a flavour of the scope of this space. Let's start by just explaining what is sustainability and why is it important for startups. So sustainability is about meeting the needs of the present without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their own needs. I feel it's important for startups to be sustainable because they have a great position to build their culture and business either from the ground up or iterate slowly and implement sustainability practices across the organisation. Sustainability startups can also be more resilient in economic downturns as they'll have taken wider considerations to their growth, which means they'll be in a better position to attract and retain top talent. So what are the benefits of being a sustainable startup? First up, pretty simple, reduced costs. Sustainable practices can help startups save money on energy, waste disposal, and even things like insurance claims due to increased health of employees. Second up, enhanced brand reputation. Customers are increasingly looking to support businesses that are committed to sustainability. 1% for the planet and B Corp are two very familiar networks. B Corp movement in startups is an episode that you hear about in a few weeks too. Third up, it is my belief that employees are more motivated to work for companies that are making a positive impact on the world. It just makes you feel good, you know? Of course, we see government agencies and large corporations are increasingly setting sustainability requirements for their suppliers. Building your business aligned to these government targets or typically being way ahead of them because it takes governments and large corps longer to move keeps you several steps ahead and way above industry averages and norms. So how do you measure your startup's sustainability impact? There are a variety of frameworks and tools available to help startups measure their sustainability impact. There's a bunch of SaaS companies that sit somewhere in the climate tech and fintech space. Some of them utilize things like open banking to monitor company expenses and then provide analytics on the impact, such as water consumption or carbon dioxide output. I can suggest a few I'm familiar with just email lewis at startupsensei.io and I'll recommend some. Startups can also use specific measures to measure their impact on areas such as greenhouse gas emissions, air travel, waste production, and the consumption of meat and dairy, the single largest driver of climate change. One common approach is to use a triple bottom line TBL framework, which considers social, environmental, and economic factors. Instead of one bottom line, profit, You've got profit, people, and the planet. 
So now you know what to measure, how do you set sustainability goals for your startup? So when setting sustainability goals, it's important to consider your startup's unique mission and values. Goals should be specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. So think the SMART goals. It's also important to communicate your goals to your employees and stakeholders to get their buy-in. The startups that I've seen great sustainability initiatives launched at have had employees be kind of like mini champions of the changes rather than just talking to them for half an hour or a quick five-minute update on an all-hands, sending an email and a Slack update. Make the employees the champions. So if we think about the strategy now quickly, so a sustainability strategy is basically a roadmap for how your startup will achieve its sustainability goals. It should identify the key areas where your startup can make a difference and the specific actions that you will take. Your sustainability strategy should be integrated into your overall business strategy. In the same way that you talk about sales, marketing, product, compliance, security, finance and data, you should do the same for sustainability. Now, what about communicating your sustainability commitment to your customers and stakeholders? I suggest that you be transparent about your startup sustainability goals and more importantly, the progress. Sharing your sustainability story on your website, social media and in your marketing materials is a good way to do this. You should also engage with your customers and stakeholders to get their feedback and suggestions. Prospects will also be just as keen to hear about this whether it's in conversations or on sales collateral. Now I'm gonna rattle through some quick myths and actions that you can take back to your startup. There is a bit of a myth around sustainability being expensive and time consuming. Yes, it is true that investing in sustainability can have some upfront cost, but see them as an investment into the long-term savings. However, just being aware of consumption and waste production or expenses and flights, things like that, can make a big difference. It can just start with awareness. How about overcoming the challenges of being a sustainable startup then? So there's obviously a number of challenges that sustainable startups can face, such as cash. Cash is king, obviously, and it can be more difficult for sustainable startups to raise capital from more traditional investors. To be honest though, they're not the right backers for you. Yes, you're narrowing your pool of potential investors, but you'll be better off without them. Second up, lack of awareness. If consumers aren't aware of the benefits of sustainable products, services or business models, they might not care for your benefits. That's where educating in the sales collateral can really help you. Third, and my least favourite, greenwashing. Greenwashing is when you make false or misleading, sometimes exaggerated claims about your sustainability. Lack of evidence or overstating the positive environmental impacts are the most common examples of this. I take it you want to overcome these challenges, so here's three ways to do so. First up, focusing on your niche. Standard solves a lot of problems, focus on where you make a difference. This will benefit you on the investor and customer side of things. Second up, as I hinted earlier, education. Similar to niching down, educating customers during the buying process on how your products and service make a difference. Third up, transparency. To avoid greenwashing, Transparent communication about your sustainability practices and impact will help to build trust with investors, customers, and employees. How do you build a sustainable startup culture then? So to do so, it's important to hire sustainable employees. So make hiring employees 
who have a passion about sustainability a part of your interview process. This is where it starts. Having this clear on your website, LinkedIn, things like that, to make sure you qualify or disqualify the right people. Second up, training. Easy one, either internally or with a third party. It's super inclusive too, which is a great benefit. Third up, goals. Same as your profit or revenue goals and people. Add planet to that list. Fourth, whatever your recognition process is, don't just reward high-performing sales reps or that developer who went above and beyond on a Saturday evening. Add in those who make sustainability efforts and changes too. So you've thought about the culture. Now let's think about technology to make your startup more sustainable. So similar with the home, smart energy management. This might be controlled by your building, so talk to them. Same with waste management, it depends on your location and facility management will be able to help you with this. Finally, software. This helps track, identify, score, benchmark, and then identify opportunities for improvement too. Now, depending on your offering, suppliers who also share your sustainability values and who can provide you with sustainable materials and products could be great too. This is a bit of a rabbit hole, but this could be anything from sustainably sourced wood, removing animal products from your product or the testing process, or considering the cobalt sources you use. Third, non-profits. Usually I see this done well in the form of amplifying impact, reaching a bigger audience and doing something great for a local community charity, for example. Equally, if an employee is doing something in their free time on the charity side of things, absolutely back them and show them that they're doing amazing. Final note on this is considering your clients, more importantly, companies you do not wish to be a client as those that you don't partner with. Think about the industries that might not be suitable as a client due to a misalignment in values. Equally, this might be a place to educate and help drive a positive impact in others. Last major point I wanna make on this episode, and this about measuring the long-term value of sustainability. Gonna mention a few key metrics to track. First up, an obvious one, costs. Tracking savings on consumption, such as energy, race production, airline travel. Second up, increased revenue, perhaps in the same way that marketing content and website visits, you know, demos, things like that, is attributed to a deal or an opportunity on your CRM. Maybe what you should do is report on and track sales that have had a positive impact due to a conversation about sustainability. Third up, PR. Your brand reputation should be in the green with your sustainability initiatives. Things like surveys and social media engagement and even your community involvement will give you data on this. Similar to PR, but on the internal side of things, employee engagement. Through the tracking of employee tone of voice, employee engagement, or even focus groups. Yes, they aren't customer acquisition metrics, but tracking some sustainability metrics will give you a better understanding of the value sustainability is for your organization. I think the future is bright, really bright. Main driver to this, in my opinion, is gonna be from consumer awareness, both on a business to consumer and business to business offering side of things. Governments and investors gaining a greater focus and interest in sustainability will only help drive initiatives. Thank you for listening to Startup Pulse. Make sure to follow Startup Sensei on all major social media platforms for more startup and scale-up content. You can find our link tree in the show notes. Join us for new podcast episodes every Tuesday and Friday. 
You can also visit our website at startupsensei.io. If you'd like to leave direct feedback or suggestions, or know someone who might want to be interviewed on a future episode, email me at lewis at startupsensei.io. Until next time, keep that entrepreneurial spirit alive and let's keep the startup pulse beating strong.